Blog Talk Radio. May 1 1, 2016. Now, you know, on Facebook, if you go on Facebook, you'll see a number of articles that are clearly, clearly intended to be pep talks for people who feel like something's wrong with them, you know? Uh, about like a me. week ago. Pardon me, Jerry? I said, like me. Something's wrong with me. That's obvious. Yeah, I sorry to interrupt. I just, I just felt yeah. like connected right there. I'm sorry. I'll okay. shut up. Keep listening. Maybe this next point is about you. Because a week ago, I saw an article called A Big Butt is a Healthy Butt. And it said if you're a woman with a big butt, you're likely to be smarter and healthier than other women. Yeah. And today I saw one, an article for people who think that their chances of success have passed them by. So to make them feel better about being losers, this slideshow tried to claim that many famous people were unsuccessful when they were young, and they only hit it big, you know, later in life, just like maybe you can. So here are the examples they gave. It started out with Tina Fey. It said that at age 24, she was working at a YMCA. Then it went to Oprah. It said that at age 23, she was fired from her first reporting job. Then Stephen King, it said when he was 24, he was a janitor living in a trailer. But you know what? Tina Fey, she took dramatic arts and playwriting at university. You can look it up on Wikipedia. And when she was there, she won a prize. And she was already performing with Second City when, at age 27, she was hired by Saturday Night Live. Does that sound like a loser to you? Not to me. Oprah, Oprah won the Black Miss Tennessee beauty pageant when she was 17. That attracted the attention of a local radio station, radio station, which hired her to do the news part-time while she was still in high school. Does that sound like a loser? No. Then she became the youngest, the youngest news anchor in Nashville's WLAC-TV. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's a station down there. Then, then she moved to Baltimore at age 24 to co-anchor the 6 o'clock news. That slideshow, that article, it's just full of lies. Look, Stephen King sold his first short story. I'm sorry to beat this into the ground, but I'm going to. He sold his first story when he was 20. Does that sound like old to you? When he got out of college, yes. He worked at an industrial laundry for a little while. But when he was 24, he got a job as a teacher. And when I pointed this out to the guy who posted the slideshow, he got all hissy on me. Quite typical. And he said that I have a lot of opinions. You know, in other words, he had the nerve to claim that I was just spouting opinions instead of facts when his little pep talk was out and out lying by using very selective information to distort the truth. So here's two things. I'm going to close up. Two things I want you to note, though. Positive thinkers are often angry thinkers, and that's because they're desperate 
to prove that things are not as bad as they seem. You meet a lot of these people on social media. They'll block you if you disagree with them. They block me all the time. And here's my message to those guys who can't see me saying anything. You don't have to lie. You don't have to lie to believe there's good things ahead. If you work hard toward a goal at any age, you might not be Oprah, and you might not be Tina Fey, but you'll probably be better off than you are now. It's just common sense. And by getting angry when someone pokes holes in your stupid fantasies, you're just making a fool out of yourself and discrediting your high-minded Aims. And now we turn to our regular struggle session on Jerry Jerry. What show is this? The Recruiting Animal Show! You went a little long. I did. On a, it well, was a dude, my, my shout is ready to go between three and three and a half minutes after the start of the show. Uh-huh. You were you were at four forty five on it. Yeah, and it threw me way off. It. So I should have cut down. I should have cut it, down on Oprah uh, and just left out Stephen King. I have a okay. question. With all the with all the breathing exercises and everything that's necessary to pull that off, I'm surprised you didn't pass out, animal. <laughs> Well, Maureen, what is it? Thank you, Travis. Maureen, what is it? I know you're complimenting Jerry. Is that what why? Is, is that why Jerry makes more money than I do? Why he gets paid more on the show? Uh, I got to tell you, he's louder than I am. I, I got to tell you, someone should send a, a, a letter to my sponsor because I haven't got a check yet. Okay, and I'm spending money like crazy. Yeah, but you you're the one that writes the checks to us. Is that why he makes yeah. more well, money? Yeah, well, wait till they pay me. Isn't that what everyone says? I'll pay well, you. I'm filing a formal me. complaint. Hey. Why is, Maureen, why is Maureen weaseling her way back into the show now that it's sponsored? You notice that, Animal? Wait a minute. She's, wait she's a sniffed, minute. She Let's go way, way, of, uh, way back cash. to day one. Who was here on day one? You neither have been of absent you. consecutively uh, for years. Uh, Maureen of you was here on day one. All of a sudden, no, Animal and I get a sponsor, okay. and you let want me, dibs let, on it. Let me bring in a guest. Okay. Let me get, her name is Katrina Collier. Katrina, are you there? I'm here. I'm a bit concerned Great. about the size of my butt. Okay. Do you well, have I'm, a big butt? Well, I don't know. Perhaps we can go to Twitter and ask Twitter if I have a big butt from everyone that's seen it because I really but don't you know. know and I, therefore, I don't know if I'm going to be successful. <laughs> I wasn't going to go it's, 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 it's okay because uh, here in America, your, your accent gets you over the top. So, okay. you're oh, so I'm going to be successful because of my accent, not the size yes. of my butt. Yeah, Thank God for that. There you go. Okay. I knew it was Hold something on. deeply important. Yeah, look, look, look. Let me take charge of the show, please. Just throw okay. a picture of uh, Nicole Kidman up on your profile and use that accent. You're, you're, home, no you're home free. She has a skinny butt. And she's yeah, Australian, I'm dummy. I have zero, His zero Australian butt, too. so I must be really stupid. Yeah, I <laughs> guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I'm not going to disagree. Uh, look, can we do the song, just get the song out of the way? Because my guest was really nervous about it. So I'm going to do something nice for her. I'm just going to walk her through the words. She just has to have the courage to say the words. Is that okay, Katrina? I printed off the words. Okay, I'm doing a different song since you refused to sing that one. Oh, you said it, are you kidding? It was, 
it was written before you were born, okay? Oh, well, it was. Or, I thought we were singing it for Matt, so uh, I'm ready. Oh, you're ready? Well, let, let me get the words then. <laughs> no, no, you do your words. It's all good. Oh, we'll do, okay, mine? Okay. Yeah. This is Diggy, Diggy, Diggy Low. Do you know the song, anybody, no. by Doug Kershaw? Diggy, Diggy Low? Here, here, you no. just say the words after me. Diggy, Diggy Lie and Diggy, Diggy Low. Diggy, Diggy Lie and Diggy, Diggy Low. Put a little feeling into it. I know you're not singing, okay? <laughs> they fell in love at the Fay-Do-Do. They fell in love at the Fay-Do-Do. The pop was cold and the coffee show. The pot was cold and the what was what? Coffee show. That's French for hot, okay? Oh, oh, so. Oh, as long as you don't get the wrong one. Oh, come on. Forget <laughs> it. You ruined it. You can't even repeat words after me. Shame on you. I was ready to sing my other one. You told me you weren't going to sing it, okay? Okay, listen. I'm going to introduce her. Her name is Katrina Collier, C-O-L-L-I-E-R. Her, uh... This is interesting for a social media expert. Her Twitter name is Winning Impress, but yeah, her website, names. this website is thesearchologist.com. Yeah, I just, I just changed company name, and foolishly, I'd set my Twitter handle as my old company name, and now I can't change it because everyone I gotta knows tell me. You something. I got to tell you something. It's very easy to change your Twitter name. No, you no, just I go know. in there and change it. It yeah, doesn't take all. any brains at all. I could do it I in know. 10 seconds. But you know what will happen, Animal, when you change yours is no one will be able to find you because it doesn't redirect to your new one. And all around the interweb is my incorrect one then. So it's a little bit difficult. Yeah, okay. So, so this as is much what... as I understand, I'm not stupid. Yeah, okay. Not, I don't you don't stop talking. Stupid? Stop. I can't remember. Jamie? How's the butt thing work? Okay. If no, I've got I'm, a big butt, look, I'm Let me take it. Don't wreck the show, okay? Be a decent guest. You know, Jerry, i got to tell you something. This woman has never listened to a recruiting animal show deliberately. She told me, until I forced her to listen to some clips this morning, she deliberately stayed away from the show. Too noisy, okay? Now I can't shut her up. She just talked, talk, talk. Well, maybe okay? she thinks that that's what this show is, and she's just trying to match wits. It's well, okay. Just chill out. out. It's about, okay? Relax. Here's Here's what she says about herself. Gaining the know-how to use social media will give you direct access to the people critical to your company's success right now and in the future. So you train recruiters how to find people on social media. Am I right about that winning impress? Yes, you are correct. If I refer to you as searchologist, I'm still talking to you, okay? Just so you know. Katrina. Okay. Well, I'll call you what I want to call you. Don't tell me how to run the show, okay? Now, okay. look, I noticed that you offer bespoke training. Bespoke yeah. means customized or custom-made. Is that a yeah. common word? Is that a common word in, in England, bespoke? I believe so. so. You live there, don't you know? Well, I have heard it here. I've heard it in Australia as well. Okay, is it common? Do you know what that word means? Do, does yes. everybody say it, or do you have to be sophisticated to say it? Oh, that's a very good question. You know what? Don't be evasive with me. I'm moving on, okay? <laughs> what about if a client steals your candidate, should you write about it online, naming names? You know, this is your, I assume you're, you're all about putting yourself out there and attracting people. Should you be frank about something like that? So if I'm a recruitment agent and the client steals my candidate, should yeah. I write that on the internet? Personally, no, I don't think you should because I don't think it represents yourself well. 
You just sound Why? like somebody completely petty. You should be able to resolve that situation professionally without going online and being an idiot. Well, how do you do that? Say, I'm going to sue you? Is that is that what you do? Isn't this an that, alternate way first. by shaming that's, them? What? That's their first step. They're going to go and sue. I mean, I would hope that they were a professional recruiter who has the fantastic rep, uh, relationship with that candidate in the first place so it wouldn't even happen. I would go back to that. I'd go back to the basics. Have they actually Jerry. got... You know, Jerry's got, okay, Jerry's got a Facebook group. Half the postings are about this. They call it backdooring, okay? You send somebody in. Are you talking week. about recruiters who actually make placements, the closed yeah. recruiting yeah. group? Maybe, maybe you should call on it Facebook? recruiters uh, I'm in the group. who lose their candidates to their clients, who don't, you know, whose clients don't pay them yeah. for their candidates. Because mm-hmm. that's what it's always about. Well, don't maybe we should name our groups more appropriately than their current names, Animal. Yeah. What would you right. be? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I want Katrina. Did you, Look, did you like that, Maureen? Yeah, I like it. People mm. want information. Okay. Welcome so, back, by the way. Okay. Hold on, so, please, everybody, please, be quiet. If, if, quiet. If, if, if I may. Be quiet. No. No, you listen to my question. People want information. Don't yeah. tell me it doesn't happen, this backdoor hiring, okay? Of course it happens. Don't tell me it happens. And don't tell me that it's easy to deal with because it isn't. So shaming okay. with the power of the Internet should be one of the options recruiters use. And why shouldn't it no. be the first thing? Because right. you don't have to take the person to court. Say, look, I'm going to write yeah. about this on my blog. I'm going to write about it on Facebook. I'm going to write it on Twitter and LinkedIn. And everybody's going to know what kind of company you are. You want to oh, own I up? Just, again, you know, I, I think that most um, people would look at that recruiter and think, oh, boo-hoo, bless you. Oh, poor love. Like, they're just showing themselves up. But this has been going on since the world of social media, or before, since before the world of social media. It happened to me back before LinkedIn had even arrived on the scene. When I was recruiting, it happens. You know, clients can always be deceptive if they want to be. They can always get access to people if they want to. You know, it used to be that another agency wouldn't even interview the applicant, would put them in ahead of you when you'd done all of this hour and a half, two hours interview with the candidate. So I get where they're coming from, but I think they're making themselves look really foolish if they're going to take to social media to complain about their clients. They should get better candidate relationships, and they should go get better clients. There are thousands. Anybody want to talk? Anybody else want to comment? Anybody want to comment before I move on? Yeah, I think it's like, <clears throat> excuse my voice. It's it's to me, it's just whining. If you go out yeah. on social media and do that, I mean, you should have more dignity and just move exactly. on and have a private conversation with that recruiter or client. Exactly. Okay. And, and you go you go and put your name to that and someone Googles your name and your name's unusual like mine is, it's going to be all over the internet for everyone else to see. It's only going to cost you financially down the track for that I moment agree. of being a little, having a child and throwing your toys out of the pram. Just go get better it's clients petty. and build better candidate relationships. So there. Okay. okay. Word. <laughs> That's the great Kathy Manis. Okay, uh, talking Bye, Kathy. Things. Okay. Hi. So I'm look, not work yet anymore, so it's good to hear. I, this is the only thing I do to stay in the in the yeah. world. Didn't you hear her? Don't complain on public uh, social <laughs> Can media. Can I ask? Okay. Uh, Reputation right. is everything. Right. I just I just downloaded a new thing, which is ten anonymous employee review sites, and there are a few newbies coming up. That's like, oh, look at those! Even more places for employees to complain about the companies they're working for. So you know. Everything is becoming so transparent. So if you're going to go and do something like that, it's going to follow you. Actually, what was it Steve Levy said the other day on the 
Nunez follow you to the grave. Yeah, he's so, wrong so about that. that. that he, was wrong. he was wrong. That, he was wrong that about that. Next question. Next question. Okay, can next. I can I submit uh, just a quick technical question? Yeah. Uh, Katrina, what what phone are you using? Because it sounds great, and I would like to have this as a standard for all further international guests on our show. <laughs> I, I'm dialing directly in with my headset plugged into the Mac. I sent her I sent her an invitation to the Direct Connect function for Blog Talk I'm Radio. Special. Special. It sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Maureen, okay. what do you think? Now that I you're back on the good. show. Yeah. Okay, next, next, next question. Please don't make people listen to your chit-chat. Okay, Katrina, if you're in the construction business, apparently uh, there's a lot of problems placing people because there's a lot of substance abuse in that industry. The U.S. Department of Labor reports that during the past 10 years, 15.15% of construction workers admitted, admitted to using illicit drugs and 18% admitted to heavy alcohol consumption should you write about that on your blog or on twitter or facebook as in the candidate or the job seeker or as in the recruiter no 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 you're the recruiter we're recruiters here we don't care about job hunters okay Mm. well i'm not trying to evade your question all i'm thinking is wow i know so many recruiters that take drugs so it's like "Mm, those in glass houses (laughs) Um, i suppose that's not what i'm technically meant to say about now um, I, I really, if you want to proffer an opinion about that, I, I'm sure. I mean, I don't really feel that's where my area of expertise is. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm not oh, that yeah. oh, Please, you're a social media expert. Is it okay to talk about on social media the abuse of substances in the industry you're specializing in? It doesn't take any special it knowledge. It depends how you want to write about it. If you want to write about it as a... You know, uh, why is there such an issue? How can we Industry solve this issue? Wise. What can we do to improve it? Or if you're going to go and name and shame individual people, then I think you need to be a bit I more cautious. I didn't say name and shame in this time, okay? Uh, this time. Okay. Just what do percentage? a blog on it. Do a blog post. You don't have to go, you know, after people. Just write a blog post on it. That's hmm. all I'm saying, Gabby. Thank you. It depends you. how you phrase it, as always. Yeah, right. LinkedIn, Okay. Is so, when you're talking about social recruiting, is that the prime source? Is that what you're telling people to do? How to recruit no. people off LinkedIn? No, I spend a lot of time telling people to get off LinkedIn. I usually Why? add another word in there before that. What well, is because it? there's only uh, there's only about four hundred and thirty odd million people. Huh? No. Bespoke is is that the word? No. Okay. Um, there are only about 430 million people on there. Most of them aren't very active. The people that are active on there are recruiters, marketers, entrepreneurs, salespeople. So unless you're recruiting those kind of people, why are you there? What are you? Uh, what you are, know, what are the alternatives? when you look at the way that companies treat job seekers on there and the noise and the spam, I'm not surprised that people aren't there. Um, your alternatives, I mean, just to name the big ones, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, and then, of course, all the the tiny niche sites. So where are your techies, your GitHubs and your Stack Overflows, your designers on behalf, your Zings, your Videos and all of the Asian sites and just anywhere else. You know what? You're talking there, too there fast so when you're sites. actually naming something useful. Okay. <laughs> Is that so we have to pay you for that information? Oh, I, I my goodness. You, know? you don't have really? to pay me for that information. Finding people on the internet is really, really easy. Getting them to reply is not. So I don't okay. mind. You can, I could name every site under the sun. It doesn't mean people will reply to you. 
Yeah, I know. So which so if you're not going on LinkedIn, where are you going? Facebook. Is it Facebook advertising you're recommending or direct recruiting? No. Direct recruiting? Can you give us a story or an example? Yes, I have a client who is a solicitor firm up northwest of England who quite regularly will take to Facebook to find people because of the area and also because they don't want stuffy solicitors. And then what they will usually find out is somebody within the company knows the person. So they go to the person and ask them for a referral and get a lovely warm lead in. And what's so lovely about Facebook is that it's, you know, two thirds of the people are on there every single day and there's one point. Six five billion people using it. Yeah, yeah, one point six five billion. There's a bunch of grand grand grandparents. There's a lot of kids. Uh, apparently, uh, Terry uh, Terry told us that there's Terry Jobs. I think of her by her Twitter name. Uh, she mm-hmm. told us there's eighty three million phony accounts. Uh, you know, there's one point six billion people. They're not all potential candidates. Face that. That's an inflated, deceptive figure. First of all, Look, no, there's the four hundred and thirty million that are on LinkedIn. Okay, number two, are these recruiters you're giving us an example of or a law firm that hires one or two people a year? I mean, what are we talking about there? No, it's an in-house recruiter at a solicitor firm. Okay, a legal firm. This is North America yeah. you're talking to now, okay? Oh. So, so, I mean, so how do they, how do they recruit? How did, this. Yeah, we don't use the term solicitor too often, okay? We say lawyer, okay? okay. So – Look here, how do they recruit those people? Do these lawyers on Facebook all list their professional information? Not necessarily, no. So how do they identify so them? You can find people via their interests, via the groups they join, via places they've checked into, events they've been to. There's lots of different ways that you can go about okay. doing that uh, direct what do you mean, sourcing uh, what, do you mean, what do you mean uh, on Facebook, events they've checked into, or are you talking about someplace yeah. else? Well, how so do you, you do that? So you could say that you knew that there was a conference going on or in a particular place and that they, they checked in on that day at that venue. How do you find out? How do you find out who checked in for that? So that you, there's um, a Facebook search tool from Shane McCusker, which is intel-sw.com. And when uh-huh. you install the Chrome extension, you just click on it. And actually, let me click on it now so I make sure I say the right thing to you. And you can do things like uh, all sorts of stuff, actually. Um, you can do search by job title. Sure, that probably won't work. You could search by where they happen to work without a job title. You can just search for people who are friends of friends. You can do where they visited a country. They're interested in something. They're a member of all sorts of stuff. Okay. So and that's, you find people like that. that's Shane McCusker. What? Say yep. it slowly and loudly. The Intel web, sw.com. Say it again. Intel-SW.com. Why can't he use something better than that? I mean, he's a social media expert. That and that's not, no, he's not at all. He's actually not at all. He um, runs a applicant tracking system company, and he's just designed this brilliant self-search uh, tool. And he had help from Balash, who most people know from SourceCon, who uh-huh. helped him design, develop it. And it's brilliant. Again, but again, it's not about just finding people. Okay. Did Kathy, did you want to say something? Did someone ask a yeah, question? Yeah, I was just I read an article yesterday where, you know, LinkedIn is really going downhill and people aren't nearly as much. Um, so I had to find. I, I helped out a fellow recruiter who couldn't find an email or phone number for somebody. He had been looking all day, 
and I just used a simple Boolean, and I found it within five minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you you can get attendee lists, just like she's saying. You know, there's so many different ways of well, getting. Why don't you names. Why don't you actually tell that story clearly and quickly, so we know what you did, Kathy? Someone can learn you from it rather I'm than. On drugs, I'm on drugs right now for pain. Okay, so. maybe you should be telling us that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So you know why. I mean, I've been through quite a bit lately. Um, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And we're so still letting you her talk on the show, everybody. Don't say I'm not nice. Okay. Oh, I love you. You're very nice. You know Thank that. you. Thank you. Okay. okay. Recruiting on Facebook. Uh, what was else I going to ask you? Okay, nothing about that. What about offbeat sources? You said there's lots of places. Anything offbeat that most people wouldn't think of that that you know of? Katrina? Winning impress, searchologist. It's honestly what what skill set. I mean, that's where you give an example. Don't bug me. Say, oh yeah, I'm prepared for this show. Recruiting animal. You want to know I something have... about offbeat sources? Let me give you one. I'll offer the information. You don't have to pull it out of me like a dentist. <laughs> so, for example, say I'll go. Yeah, and I, let, let me. Do, I need to interject. I am not a party to this kind of aggression anymore, Animal. Seriously. Chill out. Jerry? Yes. I I find it amusing because he doesn't give you any questions ahead of time and then expects you to be prepared. I expect people to listen to the show and know how the show works. Okay, and to so read the information I said. Exactly calm down, calm down. Get up on my site. Here's how you prepare for the show. Animal, I have about 20 tabs open ready to answer some of your questions. You just haven't hit me with any of the questions I was expecting. Well, then you suggest some questions. Go ahead. your question, so say, for example, I'm looking for a developer and you've got a shortage of developers. Now, every single person who's listening in who recruits developers will go to the obvious ones, like your GitHubs and your Stack Overflows, but they stop there. They get their email address and they spam them instead of going in and getting to the blogs and the forums and the underground places where these people are hanging out and starting to have proper conversations with people in there. So what they've got to do is dig further. Use the Chrome extensions that they're all getting downloading for free and dig further and form proper relationships. What's a you know, going back to your earlier question uh, 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 about... Uh, 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 what's forming a proper relationship mean? First of all, how many good people are to be found on blogs? Let's talk really, you know, reality. What what are we talking about there? I don't have numbers for you, but those that are passionate about what they do will write. Okay. A lot of of, uh, computer and software people have some sort of uh, blog, yeah, animal, but that's not where you find them. You're looking for the, yeah, it's, it's, you know, everyone is going, okay, I'll go to GitHub and Stack Overflow and I can find people there, and they stop there. I'm asking them to go deeper than that to get extra information, to really understand the people they're recruiting and to go in and have proper Okay, so what should they people? search to find the blogs that they are going to find, let's say, a certain kind of developer on? Well, what should they, they can, be They can start with your GitHub and your Stack Overflows as an easy place to come up with the, the people. Just and told us, to, don't stop there. How do you find the blogs? Don't evade the question. Don't drag I'm the not, thing out. You're not allowing me to answer. So what do you, you, have, do, do you have Steve Levy blocked, Animal? No. Why would Why I do not? that? <laughs> well, he seems to think you do. Open I never up. block anybody. I'll check him oh. right now. Oh. How do I know? I'm looking. I'm reading it up. 
I'm not blocking him. He's crazy. He has some answers for this. Is he on painkillers like Prince? (laughs) (gasps) Go ahead, Katrina. I'm giving you lots of time to think it through. Go ahead now. I didn't need any time to think it through. I was mid-sentence. She's she's doing a fine job answering. I was doing a great job. You guys went off on a tangent to talk about Levy. Um, But that's fine. So uh, you would use the great Chrome extensions that connect the docs for you. So they will take from their email address and other sources and find you the blogs. So you don't even need to use any effort and still recruiters don't do it. It's all there, right there in front of you. I mean, yes, you can directly search if you'd like to. Of course you can. But you might as well just start where all of the really good developers and, and et cetera are interacting and then just use the Chrome extensions, which are free. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? I can't believe we're half an hour into the show. We've got about 10 minutes of decent content, but I have to do an ad, okay? That's not your fault, Katrina. It's our fault, okay? Hey, uh, everybody. I'm, I'm going to boycott this ad until you're paid up. So how long should I – two minutes? How long do I have? Uh, 30 seconds, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I'm just hey, saying. everybody. People often tell me that their favorite – what their favorite season is, okay? Some people like winter because they have – cold personalities and other people like summer because they have seasonal affective disorder you know when they don't get the sun they're not happy and you know other people the third kind they just love life no matter what season it is and you know what it's the exact same in the world of recruiting software some software is geared towards staffing and some software is geared towards direct hire and some is geared toward executive search but there's one recruiting software that embraces every single kind of recruiting and that's pc recruiter pc recruiter is run by our good friend martin snyder he's the president of main sequence technology and you can find pc recruiter at pcrecruiter.com that's pcrecruiter.com you know what they got over they have over 3,100 clients worldwide. Thank you. Okay, Jerry, we're back to the show. Uh, okay, okay, I'm back then too. Then. <laughs> I didn't even hear a word you just said. Okay, good. You went. Yeah, you're making noises. Okay, what's the best uh, method of first contact, Katrina? When you see someone on a blog or something like that, you know, is it true that people hate cold calls? Yes or no? I'll let Maureen answer that. No way! You're the guest. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you said cold. She knows cold. enough about the show, I guess, doesn't she, Animal? You said cold, uh, cold. Like you know. To me, okay. Go ahead, answer the question. Well, I really do think it has a lot to do with the approach, as Maureen would say, exactly the same thing. Do your research, get their attention fast, and be somebody worth talking to. Yeah, I don't understand what you said. I mean, you just say, "Tell me to talk to Maureen." She's not the guest on the show, okay? I know. Should you make a phone call or should you use email or should you use text or talk to them on Twitter or make comments on the blog? What's the best way? Tell us. Don't make Why me don't... shout, okay? People don't like it when I shout, but I have to they because I've got it. resistant people like Dick. you for guests on the show. Hello, you've reached the voicemail of Allison Cruz, Senior Manager of Social Media and Talent Acquisition at Kateforce. Please leave me a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. You know what? Leave a message at the tone. When you're finished, hang up or press pound for more options. What's her area code? You're losing control, Animal. What are you going to do about this? We're calling from the Animal Show. 
Here's your right cleaning's ready. Come get it. You know, she heard that advertisement or that that answering service for what was Lucas recruiting last time, and she decided to pull the same stunt herself. Shame on you, Allison. (laughs) Not cool. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. What was the question? What's the first method of contact? Can I remind you of the question you wanted me to make sure that I reminded you to ask? Yeah, go ahead. So should a recruiter always be cautious and calculated about posting? Or should she be authentic and personal as we are commonly advised to be? Yeah. And can the two be reconciled? You asked me to remind you to ask you that. Go ahead, answer it. Yeah. Well, I absolutely think before the making contact bit, which is what I've been trying to allude to so many times, is that you need to look like somebody worth talking to first and foremost. And that's where most recruiters get it wrong. So it doesn't really matter if you pick the telephone up or you email somebody. If you're not worth talking to, they're not going to talk to you because people can search for you while you're on the telephone. It takes seconds. People are sitting in front of laptops all the time. So they can easily search animal and see what he's talking about. Do I want to have a conversation with him? No, I don't. Yes, I do. Do you think people do that? Why not? I do. Don't you? Do you guys do that? I Google Maureen. You're right there. You know, you've got an unusual Mm -hmm. name. So Mm -hmm. if you've got a really normal, straight name, which I don't think anybody in this call does, then you're fine. But for most of us, we can be found really easily. And if I'm like, oh, who the hell's ringing me? I can do a quick search. Or who left that voicemail? So, you know, it's not only a case of doing your research and finding out something about them that, you know, is going to grab their attention in this extremely noisy world. It's also being looking like somebody worth talking to. I just think it's so important. How about an example? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So if I take to Twitter and let's talk about Sean Rogers. He is at Sean J. Rogers. Uh, sorry, S-H-A-W-N J. Rogers. Sean Rogers. He's a talent acquisition specialist at Halogen Software. And then his, his bio says, husband, music fan, guitar player, HR fan, craft beer enthusiast, sci-fi, fantasy geek, and his opinions are his, whatever that bit means. You know, if you talk so I, bad, I, 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 I cannot understand this woman. Me neither. And not only she's that, going I too fast. Okay. Okay, I'll slow down, say, When you I'll say H, so you when understand. you say H, that sounds low class to us. Listen, British That's people. Who? Don't say H, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I'm British by default. And so he is a talent acquisition specialist at Halogen Software. So he tells you who he is. And then he gives you something to talk to him about because he starts talking about the fact he's a music fan, a guitar player, he likes craft beer, he's a sci-fi fantasy geek. So he gives you something to talk to him about besides, oh, hello, I'm a talent acquisition person. And then Which is cool, but what if you're not a guitar player or a sci-fi fan and you really have nothing in common with this guy? Then when you look at his feed and all of the stuff that he's sharing, he's sharing stuff that shows that he is knowledgeable of the industry he's working in, and then it's interjected with some humor. So you've got something that makes him look professional, whereas I can look at a whole load of other recruiters on there who look dead bland, who don't show any personality whatsoever, and their feed is just jobs. I want an example. So, I don't know. I really don't believe this, okay? Wait, okay this sounds so like I'm a theory not- that has... Just let me talk sometimes, too, okay, dear? You know what? Hold it, animal. Like a, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. I'm here to help you. You're not supposed to call ladies dear anymore. It's dismissive yeah, so and sexist. Yeah, I hear, okay? Don't come on this show if you don't want me to talk to you like that, right, okay? I'm just trying to help you, dude. You know what, what happened honey? to you? Is, what about honey, Jerry? Honey buns or just honey? Honey buns will do, too, but 
What about honey? Okay. Mm, don't I'm like it. Don't like guest, it. Okay. Listen, guest, you've got time now while they're chit-chatting about nonsense to look up one of these. <laughs> Maureen, did you see all that that happened no one would with, talk with animal the other day? Okay, right. So animals are... What do you think? Oh, let the uh, guest talk, please. Shocking. Hello. Let the guest talk. Hello. It's not about me. Yeah. So, at, at animal, unlike some of the people in my industry, I don't name and shame. You would have no problem whatsoever finding recruiters who have feeds that are just job feeds. I'm not going to give you names. I have examples up in front of me, but I'm not giving you names. I'm going to tell you I something. Operate like that. I'd rather I'm give gonna... you the names of the great people so you can emulate I'm what they're t- doing. I don't right. mind giving you names of people who have just job feeds, and I'm going you to tell you something. You are maximum length for a recording. Finish what is your this? recording after the tone. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Hey, hey, listen. It's a virus. Awesome. No, no, I get it. There's a lot of people hanging up on it. Okay, look, listen to me. I think putting a feed of jobs relevant to your industry or your niche. For recording. Shut up, please. Send this message. Press pound or hang up. Eight one three. Anyway, listen, listen to me. Putting a list of jobs there. You're screaming at a recording animal. Okay, I don't care. Okay, just let me get it out. If you put a list of jobs there that are relevant to your niche, if you're recruiting in a niche, okay, or a niche like you guys say, uh, that shows that you've got a lot of expertise. That's what shows that you've got expertise in that area and that you're a reliable professional. Every social media expert says, don't do that, and that's the most important thing to do. I've got jobs in your field. What could be more relevant? Okay. That's well, your opinion. Well, well, there, was, there wasn't a question there, so if, if that's your opinion, go for it. I hope it works for you. How many people use that as, you know, an entry line? And to me, I think the candidates are sick of that. And I think what's more pertinent is to hone in on something that they like personally. Now, if you're not a geek, but you know that they are, you can still say, what do you think of, you know, the new Star Wars movie and get, in, you know, your foot in the door. Okay. Doesn't that seem disingenuous, exactly. though, Kathy? Right? You're holding I mean, a conversation, Kathy. You're starting to talk to them about not, hey, I've got a job. You're starting right. to become, you, it's like you walk into a pub. You don't walk into the door and go, hey, do you want a job? Like some twat. You actually right. go in and say, hey, how are you? Can I buy you a drink? And you start a one-to-one conversation. I go, Kathy, haven't met you before. What would you like to drink? Hey, how's shit? the weather here in hey, London? Hey, hey, man. And you're off. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Katrina, i got to yes. tell you something. You're when you're recruiting, when you're recruiting, you're not walking into a pub. It's not the same thing at all. You're calling somebody about a job, you know, no, and that's you, the only possible simply, reason hey, that you're on the phone with that guy. Make Minds up. You said on Twitter it should be a job feed. That Twitter is just like the pub. We're not talking about I'm ringing you about a job. You were talking about Twitter, so make your mind up. Mm. Yeah, you're confusing me. Okay, listen, do you sell? Does a recruiter sell or just communicate? Selling in this context means trying to persuade. In my opinion, they sell to everybody. Give me an example of what you're talking about. So they're selling the candidate to the hiring manager. They're selling the job opportunity to the potential candidate. Uh-huh. They're, they're selling give, constantly. Give, you know, give, let's, let's say not selling to the hiring manager, selling jobs to candidates. Give me an example of that. 
Okay, well, I'm going to give you an example using my social media because that's where my field of expertise is. So I would be wanting said recruiter to discover, okay, so here's Katrina Collier looking very professional over here on LinkedIn. But, you know, if I go across and have a look at what she's doing on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else, I can find out she's got dogs. She doesn't want to work in an office. She wants flexible hours and all this kind of stuff. So that when I'm talking to the candidate, I'm not just talking about the job per se. I'm talking about those benefits that you have at your company that would be of appeal to me so you get my attention. Because the world is noisy and people are being bombarded by their telephone, their email, their instant messaging platforms, their Slack channels and all this kind of stuff. So that recruiter doesn't have much of an opportunity to get you know, someone's If only attention. we could have a real example. This sounds like fantasy to me, okay? Uh, I've given you many real examples. If you don't understand what I'm saying, I apologize. Does anybody, uh, did anybody, does any of that sound realistic to I anybody before Kathy you call them? You find out all about, if you want to keep cutting me off, it's just going to drag out the show, okay? Yeah, okay. Isn't Look, that the point of this show, to drag it out for the whole damn hour? You know what? It would be a good <laughs> half-hour show if, if somebody yeah. let me get to the questions That's what or, or, answer, or, or make a rebuttal. She mm-hmm. said, Jerry, is this what she said? Before you call someone, you do a search on them online, and you're going to yep. find all this relevant selling information yeah. to them? And then you can just say, hey, I know you're interested in this. We've got this. I know you're interested in that. We've got yeah. that. That's not you're true. You're supposed to make a conversation like talk about things that you have in no, common. No, that was the last issue, Jerry. Now we're talking about actually finding hard uh, nuts and bolts sales information, why they should take this job based mm-hmm. on the information they've spread all over the Internet. You know what? Uh, Most people I don't think you find that kind of information, that information about people. You can, no, Jerry. You, you find, find that it. kind of information really, really easily because there are tools and techniques that you can use with ease. There's Chrome extensions like Discovery, like Connectifier, like Profit that just map across and show you this stuff. It's like within clicks. None of this is time-consuming. So I'm sitting here looking at Sean's profile and I can just hover over Discovery and click through and look at his LinkedIn profile. And when I'm there, mm. Connectifier will pop out and show me where he's blogging and what he's been chatting about. That's cool. And I can start my conversation about, oh, ooh, that pale ale looks great. When are we going to go and have a drink in the bar? Yeah, you know, I don't have to start my conversation on the job straight away. But none of this takes a lot of time. What's wrong with that, Animal? What's your problem there? Uh, can we have a real example? There's recruiters on the line. Has anyone ever done it? Chad Balby is on. He's on. He's critiquing the show. Okay. First of all, he says I never judge my success on how well I can relate to a candidate about Star Wars. Thank you, Chad. I want to know now if you can find all this information about their uh, professional preferences by using these uh, Chrome extensions that aggregate their. Uh, you know, uh, online footprint. Has anybody uh, done that on a regular basis? Or, you know, let's talk about the real world as opposed to, you know, the ideal world of social media that we've been hearing about for a very long time. I use them. Uh, Is this Kathy again who's on drugs Uh, and doesn't work? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Give us an example, Kathy. Be back to work. No, I use all the same ones that Katrina was talking about. So, no, no, I said an example. I, I had an example of, yeah, you know what? I, I was recruiting John Smith, a, a and before I did it. Mine, a recruiter friend of mine, like I said, was desperate for phone numbers and emails. I've been looking all day, so I went on to Spokio. 
and I found everything I needed for him within yeah, five minutes. We're not talking minutes. about contact information now. Please. We're talking okay. about finding all this person's professional preferences, so their wants and needs. So when you talk to them, you can, you know, you're prepared to tell them right in advance. You want this, okay. this, this. Well, that's a, this job has you this, but it's busy number five. But the whole point of being a really great recruiter is to comprehend that you have two ears and one mouth. So I'm suggesting you use this to get some idea so that you can see on Facebook that somebody has a couple of kids, for example, so you probably know they're maybe not going to relocate with ease. They're going to have a spouse to talk to about stuff like that. But you can use it as a conversation starter. And then you ask them questions and you listen, as I'm sure Maureen teaches, because it's all about the phone. But it's about getting attention and, getting it and showing that you've, you're knowledgeable in your space and you've done some research. I'm not saying you know everything, but you know enough to get people to talk to you. But animal, if I can yeah. interject... And I, I think why you have a hard time picturing striking up a conversation with people who you found what their hobbies and interests are, you don't really have anything in common with anybody. Oh, You're kind of a, just a shut-in. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so it's hard to uh, – you know what I mean? Like if you saw a guy's blog and he said, I'm a shut-in, you'd think, hey, I'm going to call this guy. You know, Maureen right in. you. Maureen listens to what you say about me, and when she came here, she thought that it was all true. Talent talks. Kelly listens to what you say about me, and when she came here, she thought it was all true. They okay, think I'm I'll a admit. Freak, and that's not true. And I have I to do it for the everybody. I'm doing it for the show. Okay? It's not I, true. I let, I let he is Jerry very Brandon. charming. He's okay. a great conversationalist. He himself doesn't think he is, but he is. Got to do an ad. Please, please, please. I'm begging you. Okay, and yeah, now no a word. Idea, Desi Maureen. Uh, now a word. I gotta block you guys. Please don't make me do it. And now a word from our sponsor, PC Recruiter. Everyone is claiming that text and social media are the hot new forms of communication, but they really know that email still rules the roost. And PC Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. It works with your mobile phone account. It always shows your connected, your sent, and your received email for every candidate and hiring authority. Check it out, please, at PCRecruiter.com. Okay, you know what, Katrina? Your friend, uh, Steve Levy, he thinks recruiters are awful. He says stuff like the barriers for entry in the recruiting trade are too low. He says, I think... Thank goodness, uh, or I would have never gotten in, dude. Yeah, okay. So, you know, do you agree with him on that? Do you agree with him on that? uh, Sorry, I didn't, because Jerry interjected, I didn't hear what you said. Sorry. I I heard barriers of entry are too low, and then you talked over each other. Uh, Yeah, okay. Well, that was all there was to it. Steve said that. Okay, barriers barriers of entry are too low. Yeah. Um, I think that sometimes the recruiters are inexperienced in the business world, and that makes it very hard to recruit. I came into recruitment quite late, so I found because I had years of having worked in industry, I could understand the importance of the recruitment role. So that, what, that's what kind of job did you have? What kind of jobs gave you that kind of uh, experience? I worked in the financial services, and then I worked in the automotive industry. So I had other industries and other experience doing different things before I went into recruitment. What kind of jobs that, that did you do? I mean, like, well, really, what were you doing I there? I started okay. at the bottom. I started as a teller. I worked up to a lending officer, and then I was doing sales, and I was doing all sorts of stuff. 
but it, what I, more what I was getting at was it gave me an understanding of why people matter in a company and how people fit in a company. And I think sometimes if you come straight out of university and straight into recruitment, that can be quite hard or college, as you call it, straight in without having the business knowledge. So I, I'm not necessarily meaning barrier to entry. I just mean sometimes without having worked somewhere else first, it can be a bit hard to understand that the people, it's like such a people business and it's so important. But that's okay. just my opinion. I, no, think, no, I, think, I think Levy should have to explain what he means by that because I think it's a th- phrase that's just thrown out too lightly. I really, really do. Barrier to entry? Who cares, Levy? Give people a shot. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if people have got awesome listening skills, then I think yeah. they'll make great recruiters. The, the ability to listen and to, to do research and to be really passionate about what you're doing, then I think is great. Can I throw something else in, though, that just like really bugs me that I really, really would love to share with you? About Levy? Go ahead. No, Go ahead. I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about, you know, whether people should be people and all this kind of stuff. So, and also, also about whether people should be on LinkedIn or not. But one of the biggest mistakes that I see with companies is that they have spent all of this energy building up their company page. So if I look at Ford Motor Company, for example, who have 800,000 people following the page, and then they share information and job seekers go on there. And I can give you an example, if you'd like, from eight days ago, uh, where someone, was, someone shared an update about, you know, come and work for us. And someone wrote back a comment, please me. And it took seven full days for somebody to reply to that job seeker. Yet LinkedIn apparently is the professional network full of job seekers. It's all about recruitment. But companies are ignoring the people who are replying. And in contrast, the thing we talked about, Alison, before, K-Force are doing an absolutely brilliant job of the actual recruiters jump on and see the job seekers and go, oh, hey, here's my personal email address. Get in touch with me. We can talk. They really, really look after job seekers on there. Are you trying to get business with K-Force? No, I'm not at all. I just thought staffing agencies get given such a hard time all the time. Here's one that's doing it well. And seeing you dialed, Allison, by mistake before, I thought I'd have a look at K-Force while we were waiting. Uh-huh. Uh, she did a good ad for them so, earlier in the show. Yeah, she's quite she's smart. Extremely, she's extremely passionate about them. So. Okay, listen, Steve Levy, your friend, since you seem to be quoting him, and he seems to be you know, making false accusations about me, he also said, I think most recruiters want to cause harm to at least one hiring manager each month. Now, I don't know if he could get arrested for saying something like that. I think most recruiters want to cause harm to at least one hiring manager each month. Do you think that's uh, true, and do you have a reason that would explain it? Okay, so my client in Jersey in the Channel Islands, which is a very, very small, difficult market because of the fact there are so few people and they're restricted on work permits, has a hiring manager who's a bit like, oh, well, they should just jump through every obstacle to work for us. And it's like, well, unfortunately, we can't be like that because there are so few candidates because of all of the problems that they have. But there's still a lot of hiring managers who are in their bubble. They need to come out of their bubble and face the reality of what the job market's like and the fact it's now turned and they can't be like that. So I would imagine if that's just one example that I can think of immediately, there are thousands of others like that. So Why yes, don't they know? Why don't they mix recruiters. with people in their profession? Don't they go to you know industry uh, association meetings? Why are they so stupid? Uh, that's a really quite interesting question to try and answer. I can't speak on behalf of all of them, but I imagine there are introverts and extroverts, and not everybody wants to get out and do that. 
Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't really answer that. But I do think one of the things that happened in the recession as well was that a lot of jobs got, you know, people were doing two jobs. So there's sort of a lack of reality about what's out there in the marketplace as well, because they're going, well, you know, Jerry's moved on and he had these skills and these skills. So we need this. But you can only you can only find two people with those skills now because it was okay. actually two jobs. So there's that going on as well. So there's I've got to do another ad. I've got to do another ad. It's very fast okay. if everybody lets me do it, okay? Hi, everybody. PC Recruiter handles email marketing. You know what? You can build lists and send hundreds or thousands of emails and manage the resulting activity like opt-in, opt-out requests with ease, okay? And that includes Canadian opt-in rules, which are very stiff. If you use Microsoft Outlook, PC Recruiter appears in your Outlook screen. No more switching between applications a hundred times a day. No ATS or recruiting software has more or better choices for email, text messaging, and social media than PC Recruiter. If you want to check it out, and you should, go to PCRecruiter.com. PC Recruiter has over 3,100 clients worldwide. If you turn over a rock anywhere in the world, you're going to find PC Recruiter, okay? Now, Johnny Campbell, Katrina, he Uh said today on my Facebook group that many good recruiters still struggle to source diverse candidates. He's a social recruiting expert as well. Would you agree with him, or can we get something going here? Uh, they shouldn't be struggling to do that, but Why not? I would imagine that that can still happen if you're in areas where perhaps there isn't an ethnic minority. There aren't multiple females with the skill set that you need available. I mean, there can be 3,000 different reasons why people can't source for diversity. Hold on a second. So, Casey Donovan is actually listening to the show, and he says, one example's animal I've been using a candidate-first approach for 10 years, 900-plus external placements. The best only do this. We're not talking about a candidate-first approach. What is he talking about? This is a candidate-first approach. It's about treating people as people. What does candidate-first mean? Sorry, I guess I can't. What what does candidate-first mean? What does that mean? We're almost out of time. What does candidate-first mean? Okay, so if I was to go back into recruitment world again, I would choose a tech, because I happen to love tech recruitment, I would choose a technology that I loved and I would go to the candidate first, not to the companies. And I would become known as the go-to person in my market because I would know all of the people online and offline who had that particular skill set. I would understand what they did. I would talk to them. I would listen to them. I'd be professional. And they would trust me. And I would represent them to my client, not the other way around. What a lot of people do is go chase a job and then just throw candidates at the job hoping that they'll fit. Whereas I would build relationships with the candidates. That's what uh, build, he's talking about. Yeah, build and relationships that's the way stuff. to do it in, yeah. a, in, a, in a candidate-driven market. That's the way to can, do it. Can, would you mind asking uh, Casey Donovan to clarify, is he saying he's making two placements a week, <laughs> placing a person every two and a half days? He's got a team. He's got a team. Well, then – Oh, I see. Okay. And then okay. that doesn't count. Yeah, Scratch that statistic. Sorry. I, I respect the guy. Pick up the phone. He should pick up the phone and call the show so we don't mm-hmm. have to wonder what he's talking about, mm-hmm. okay? And he says here, winning impress 
is spot on. In case you don't know it, that's the guest's Twitter name. She's got three names. Okay, mm. winning impress is spot on to recruit non-applicant prospects. Gain rapport. Learn what they want before you pitch a job. You know what, everybody? I don't care what people say about pipelines. You're going to get a job order, and you're going to have to talk to people you don't know. First, you have to source them. Then you've got to call them or whatever, however you contact them. You don't know them, and you're not going to become their buddy in two minutes, and they don't want to hear what you think about the Toronto Maple Leafs, okay? Back to you, Katrina. Okay. Was there a question in that? No, I had I to do, say my I opinion. Do think, I do think that you should know something that you can use in your conversation. You don't have to go, hey, Animal, I worked out what your real name was, and I went to Facebook, and I saw this, that, and the other about you. You can just say, hey, one of the great things we've got here is, do you call it nursery there or a creche? Child care, whatever you want to call it. Creche is talk a disgusting about, term. Okay. Nursery. What is? Whatever. Creche. You can talk about the benefits that you have that you think will be suitable to that person to get their attention. And then you listen. You ask them open questions and you listen. Uh And also, I I kind of beg to differ a bit with Casey there. I think before you pitch your job, actually just start talking about, look, this is what we think you might be grateful, but what are you looking for in the future? Because we're talking about a candidate-driven market. It's a different market to what we've had for the last however many years. Okay. You know, the time's almost up, but I want to say something that I want people to remember. Listening is overrated, okay? Listening is overrated. I don't care where you <laughs> are. Radio you're show gonna, host. You're going to be successful. <laughs> you're going to be successful. I the irony. Oh, that's funny. You're going to be successful if you're a good talker, not if you're a good listener, okay? That's oh, the real God. world. You have uh, Jerry, is there an after show today? Not today. I'm busy. Okay. Katrina, any parting words? Oh, no, thank you. That was too much fun. Okay. You're at Winning Impress on Twitter. This is the social yeah. recruiting expert. Co- at Winning Impress. Keep it all yeah. in your mind. Her name is Katrina Collier. She's mm-hmm. at Winning Impress on Twitter. She's mm-hmm. Katrina Collier on Facebook. And her website is thesearchologist.com. Yeah, I, Katrina, thank I you very much. Cha- I did only change name last month, so give me a chance. Thank you! <laughs> You guys, I have to say, no banning on this show. Nobody's that bad. Uh, and you know, no, here's, the deal. I here's get... the deal. The dude is full of negative energy, and I'm just saying, I simply don't. My the after show is not about negativity. It's not you know what, about Gary. What? Gary if yeah. you open your eyes, you'd see he talks to you just like you talk to me. It's constantly animal is an idiot. Everything he says is nonsense. I no, used to like the no, show, no. but now it's nothing. Yeah. I don't kick you off. Hey. I don't kick you off the show, and hey, you're, you're not going to kick him off, okay? Hey, I just don't need it. If if he man, is man, ready man, to man. say that he's done with it, then I, I embrace his participation. I just wrote a post for Animal saying boycott Animal's radio show until he stops criticizing job seekers. Ooh. But Animal says that his show is not about criticism, that it's about spiritual spiritual liberation. It is. Oh, please. It's you and your big fat ego screaming. Everybody else is running around telling all these people how great they are. 
and how they're a star and that there's greatness in everybody. Animals just trying to tell people straight, hey, look, man, your profile sucks, your attitude sucks, straighten it out, and let's let's get you on the right path. I don't think telling everybody that everything they do is perfect and great is helpful or beneficial in any way. There are ways of, you can redirect behavior without being cruel and, and preying on someone's flesh like a vulture. 